Welcome and thanks for listening to the sermon podcast from First Presbyterian Church of Honolulu. These are surreal, unprecedented times we're experiencing right now. COVID-19 has affected nearly everything we do, including our church services and how we produce these sermon podcasts. And that's the subject of this sermon. What do we do? How do we behave in light of these new challenges? Here's First Pres Senior Pastor Dan Chun with the sermon, The New Way with Jesus. Hi, this is Pastor Dan saying hello to all of you in a new format. And this is what we're going to be doing probably on a weekly basis until the COVID-19 uh, dilemma passes us by. I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm sorry for all of these changes that we are doing. We are trying to abide by the governor's directive that um, no meeting more than 100 people. And so for that reason, we will not be having in-person worship uh, at Ko'olau or The Vine. And we're recommending that there not be any small groups or other ministries that are happening at this time. But we are so grateful that through technology we can stay connected. And we really want to be connected with you in a myriad of different ways. Number one, we really want you all to download the app, the First Prez app. And the directions are in that letter that just sent, was sent out for me with links and very easy directions. And so why the app? Because it's through the app we can immediately contact you. We might be saying, hey, we're meeting again this Sunday uh, or some other important announcement. And you'll get a text message and that'll help us keep connected a very important news. Second, please look at the website often. Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, as much as possible because all of the news bulletin items that normally you might get on a Sunday are all going to be there. It's the only way to tell you what's going on. So please download the app and we want to stay connected and we want to take care of our people. We realize for some it's a very scary time, but we're reminded of what it says in 2 Timothy 1.7, which I've shared with you before, that God doesn't give us a spirit of fear or anxiety or timidity or cowardice, as some translations say, but he gives us what? A spirit of power and love and self-control. And boy, do we need that. And so we know the Spirit offers us that and some of the other anxiety that we might be seeing in the media or from some other people, we want to downplay that. And as Christians, we really want to be agents of peace in the community and make a difference. To show what it means to be a follower of Jesus is really different. And the Lord is with us, so I want to say that to you all. And now I want to share a message that I believe the Lord wants us to have today. Every week, one of the pastors is going to share a message from the Word with all of us. And we have other resources. If you go to the app, if you go to the website, you're going to see all these other ways, uh, other things that can really bolster our faith. But for now, I want to share this. You know, I've always wanted to preach holding a Bible, like the old telev televangelist would say, the Bible says, but don't worry, this will be my most mellow self, but hopefully still encouraging. So I'd like us to read uh, from the Gospel of John, chapter 21. So quickly, get your Bible out, zip to chapter 21, or get out your phone and like search for it. So the Gospel of John, chapter 21. And don't worry, I'm not going to say, please stand if you're able, just like chill out at your laptop or on your TV and, and uh, see this. So I'm going to read it for us, okay? Here we go. It says this. After this, 
Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And they said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the beach, yet the disciples didn't know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to them, children, have you any fish? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it and now they were not able to haul it in for the quantity of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his clothes. I don't know why his clothes weren't on. I guess he was fishing. For he was stripped for work and sprang into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. For me, that's a pretty long swim, but for them, not far off, it says. But when they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire there, the first hibachi, with fish lying on it, sashimi, and bread. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard, hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, gave it to them, and so were the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. A second time, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you girded yourself and walked where you would. But when you're old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you don't wish to go. This he said to show by what death he was to glorify God. And after this, he said to him, 
follow me. This is the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. So, what does this all mean? What a great passage this is, because this happens, think of this, way after the Garden of Gethsemane. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, remember, for Peter, his whole world was shattered. Out of nowhere comes these temple guards with swords, with clubs, with torches, and they grab Jesus, take him away, and, and then Peter, to his own horror later, he denies Christ at least three times when people ask him, are you with Jesus? And he says, no, no, I, I never knew him. Incredible betrayal. And then Jesus is arrested and then tortured and then crucified. And before that, he's whipped, he's stabbed, a thorn of crowns stabbed into his temple. And then he's put on a cross and he's crucified and he's dead. Imagine for Peter how horrifying this is that what happened to his Lord, who he thought was God, and when Peter thinks about his own life and how he could have completely blown it in what he did in betraying Jesus at least three times. Some people say it was actually six times. And then we come to this scene. It starts off with, Jesus, uh, with Peter saying, hey, I'm going to go fishing, and the others say, okay, we'll go fishing with you. And they did it in the way they always have done it, and it's not working. And then Jesus says on the beach, hey, hey guys, have you any fish? Why don't you cast it on the other side, on the right side of the boat, and you're going to find more. Now you can imagine that Peter is thinking, hey, hey man, like we've been fishermen for quite a long time, and you're, you're like a carpenter. We're like fishermen, like all of us in the boat, we're fishermen, and what do you know? And lo and behold, we find out there is a huge haul of fish. Now, they've always done it one way, the way fishermen always do it. And here Jesus is saying, hey, there's another way. Hate to tell you, but it's my way. And we're going through a tough time right now, right in the church. COVID-19 has come out of nowhere, just like for Peter, out of nowhere in the garden, someone some people have come and taken away his Lord, and we might be at a point when we're thinking, oh my goodness, this thing from the outside, coronavirus is coming in, and I feel far from the Lord. They've taken my Lord away. I'm fearful. I'm anxious. I'm timid, and in some way, I feel like a coward, and I'm so scared. I am buying out all the toilet paper I can get, and bottled water, and Clorox, and we can be super anxious. And Jesus is saying here to the fishermen, guess what? You're going to have to do life a different way, but I'm still going to be with you. And we at the church, we're going to have to do life a different way. Now, some of us, we just started getting into it. We just started going to the vine. We just started our alpha program or, or rooted or, or whatever. Maybe just started coming to church and now, oh my goodness, is Jesus being taken away? We can't meet all together. But we learn so much from this. Jesus is saying, hey, I'm with you. And he, is, he has been gone for a while, but this is, he was resurrected, which Peter didn't know that was going to happen. And this is actually, as it says in the passage, the third time Jesus appears, just to make sure they get it. And so, lo and behold, 
here is Jesus having this hibachi breakfast on the beach. And again, he wants fellowship. Remember last week I said in Revelation 3.20, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock the door of your heart, the door of your soul. And he says, If anyone would open the door, I will come in to him and I will eat with him or with her. And he's always about fellowship. He's always about friendship. He's always about food, which is good. That's why part I, why I follow him. But seriously, it's the fellowship part. That this is the Lord, the Almighty God, the King of Kings, the God of the universe, who comes to earth in the form of a man and says, I want to hang out with you. And he says earlier in the Gospel of John, I want to be your friend. And here he is saying, hey, it's all about fellowship, and I am with you. And we know from earlier in the Gospel of John, when the Holy Spirit comes, Jesus says, hey, I'm the comforter. I'm the, uh, Jesus said the Holy Spirit saying he's a comforter, the, uh, the counselor, giving us wisdom and comfort. And that's what we need right now, right? With this COVID-19 that's lurking over our state, lurking over the nation, and has devastated other parts of the world. And boy, do we need Jesus as a friend who's not this stiff person off on a throne, but he's right there with us, wanting to fellowship with us and hang out with us. And he's saying, there's going to be a new way we're going to do life. There's going to be a new way we'll do ministry. There's going to be a new way we're going to do church. But lo and behold, if we trust him, what happens? The hall, the effectiveness of our life, the fruitfulness of our life can be way better than how we did it normally. And during this time when we're, it's so different and we're going to have to meet through video, through, we're going to work down the line, hopefully some live streaming, uh, working through the website. God is saying, you know what? Life can actually be more fulfilling, more rich in this very different time of how to pull our nets out of the sea. A different kind of, in a sense, a holy hooky lao. So, Jesus finds all these things, these things come back, and then we go to later where Jesus asks Simon three times, um, do you love me? And three times Peter says, yeah, I love you. And every time he says, yeah, I love you, Jesus says, well then, feed my sheep or tend to my sheep. And then the third time he says, feed my sheep. So what does that mean for us? Well, there are times that perhaps uh, we're shaken up by this change. Maybe we have sinned before the Lord and betrayed him. But we see here that Jesus is a very forgiving God. And maybe we haven't been that close to the church or to the Lord, but this, holy, this thing of the coronavirus is really shaking us up. And now we want to come back. And maybe we want to repent. Maybe we want to change our ways. And Jesus says, hey, you are so welcome come on in, receive my holy hug, and let's have a hibachi together. And what he's also saying to, one, to us, one of our prime responsibilities right now is not to think it's all about me. It's about feeding the sheep, tending to the sheep, meaning let's take care of our friends. Let's take care of our members. Let's take care of the attenders. Let's take care of the people outside of the church and do it in the name of Jesus because that's what he told us to do. And what a forgiving, wonderful God this is. He can forgive Peter, who betrayed him at least three times, and he can forgive us, 
and he really wants to have a friendship with us. And this is the God who died for us, suffered for us, and we may still have rejected him, but he says, I want that fellowship with you. And so in the end, the last word he says, follow me. And what a great word. He's saying in the midst of this crisis, this health crisis, in the midst of baby, we've been far away from the Lord. He's just saying, follow me. Follow me, and you're going to find your life is a lot better. You may want life how it's always been with all of the rituals maybe we've been used to, maybe the way we've always been in, in work, and now that's changing. Some of us have to work at home. Maybe it's how we do family different. Maybe we're worried that now maybe our child's not going to school. How am I going to do child care? All up and down the line. And the Lord is saying, I'm going to tell you along the way, through my Holy Spirit, who's a comforter, counselor, that you're going to have to throw your nets on the different side of the boat. You're going to have to change. The church is going to be different. Just follow me, and don't worry. I'm going to be with you always. And that's what he promised. He says, lo, I'm with you always. So why don't we close this time with prayer, and uh, may the Lord really bless you and lead you. So join me in prayer. Our Father, thank you so much that we can be together at this time, connected in this way. Lord, we ask for your comfort. We ask for your strength. We ask that you give us that spirit of power and love and self-control and not a spirit of fear or timidity or anxiety or cowardice. Lord, thank you that you desire to be our friend. Thank you that you sent us your Holy Spirit who is a comforter and a counselor. Thank you that you're with us always. And may we be open to the change that we have to make here, but we know by following your directives by following you, Lord, that when we cast our nets over the boat, we'll have even a greater, richer, fulfilling life, and that you have a, a great new hope, a living hope for us. In Christ's name, amen. This too shall pass. Jesus transcends even global pandemics. Let's continue to put our trust in him. We can lean on him in all circumstances. If you'd like to hear this sermon again, you can listen to and download this and other sermons from the First Pres website, fpchawaii.org. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Normally, we meet Sundays at our Ko'olau campus or at The Vine in Kaka'ako. But for now, you can find sermons on the First Pres website, Facebook, and on the First Pres app. Be sure to check your email for links to sermons, church news and updates, and daily devotionals. For Pastor Dan Chan and the entire staff at First Prez, I'm Michael Shishido. Until next time, God bless you, stay safe, and thanks for listening. This sermon podcast is copyright 2020 and produced by the Media Ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Honolulu at Ko'olau.